With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Well, it's a meltdown Monday and it's raining. That may mean the world's coming to an end. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, hearing thunder was like, what was that? You know? I was in the shower this morning. I was like, what? What is that? Is my house falling in? Oh, that's thunder. Hadn't heard it in 10 weeks. Forgot it rains around here. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, I just, uh, well, good morning. Welcome in. I still love you. I know it's a tough weekend to go through the Rebs, Dogs, and Saints, but football's still awesome. And do not put it past me to turn this into a total food and beverage show. I'll do it (laughs) in a heartbeat. And it'll be good. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. So I, I lit the grill yesterday, and right when I lit it, I started laughing. I walked inside, and um, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, I was going to cook some burgers. And and then eventually some some steak. And I said, Wendy, it started raining. And um, she went, I think you'll be okay. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and, and, you know, because I just, I just lit the grill. But I, I just kept it rolling. And it wasn't, it was sprinkling. Nothing like uh, uh, grilling in the rain. And maybe that's like a country music song I could. I was about to say. I could write and give to a, some kind of famous musician and make mailbox money. Hmm. Grilling, grilling in, in the, rain. the rain. I like that. Maybe our theme for this year after the football that we're watching. Um, it was still a <laughs> wild weekend. I got Florida State at number one. And really, you could just ask the question, who the blank do you want to put at number two? I mean, Georgia, eh. Are they good? Do they have players? Yes. I mean, Bama's not number two. I guess most of y'all would go Texas just because of the Bama win. I mean, that's a good win. If Ole Miss would have won on Saturday, it's a good win. Even though Bama looks totally discombobulated. Doesn't look like they have any identity. 
not normal Bama. No, at all. Yeah, no teeth, no sense of urgency, no speed like we're used to seeing. Physicality. But I'm going FSU one in Texas. I ha- I don't have confidence in this because y'all know how soft the Texas Longhorns have been the last what forty five years of my life. Right post. I mean, for the most part, post Daryl Royal. Other than Mac Brown bottling it for what four years, Texas has played some soft backside football. Right. Definitely. So, but Florida State, I'm impressed. I mean, do they look great? No. That's fine. Um, they've got a dude at quarterback. Norvell can coach. They, they've got some dudes on the line of scrimmage. Keon Coleman. I, I was about to say. Ke- come on. <laughs> if you didn't mention him, I was going to. That, come on. That guy's a monster. He is a monster. He is a monster. Keon Coleman, wide receiver. Remember that name for my listeners. I love y'all. Okay, let's all just break bread and cook steaks together this week and cry on each other's shoulder. That works. <laughs> and then we can, get, we can get past it by Thursday. We'll be ready for game day. But Keon Coleman can ball for Florida State. You know what? I'm, I, Ole Miss and Mississippi State have gone on this run where they've had some really good players. I mean, some really good NFL players. Where are they now? especially for Ole Miss. State's been through four coaches since 2017. And it, 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 all different schemes, offensive schemes. I mean, dude, that's not a recipe for success. You know, the Moorhead hire was atrocious. You should have, you should have hired something close to a power spread with Dan Mullen. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. had Fitz coming back. Moorhead thought he was going to do some kind of whatever magician pro style offense. You didn't have those wide receivers or tight ends or offensive linemen. Then you go to Leach, which is a drastic shift from what Mullen and Moorhead wanted to do. And now you go to Barbay, which is a drastic shift from what the air raid was. And I'm not not blaming Kevin Barbay at all. But where are the NFL players? Like, we're in Mississippi. Alabama's a border state. Louisiana's a border state. Old Miss and Mississippi State have gone over to those states in years and in Georgia and grabbed players and some other yeah. spots. But in the three or four state area, I got a question. Where are the NFL players? Even on like the offensive line, there's usually maybe like one that'll be an undrafted free agent or say like a sixth round, fifth round pick, something like that. No, we no, no. Even... I'm, I'm talking about top. Three, four round picks. Mm. Where, where, where are those guys? Tell me what happened. Why don't I see them? I, you know, the last dude that Mississippi State signed. I, okay, I get that Forbes and Emerson could play. Yeah, but yes. they, they played, for the most part, six, eight, ten, year, ten yards off the ball. I, I know corner is a very important position. I could see that Saturday night and last weekend. No When, when Jaden Daniels was like 56 of 57. But my, 
Willie Gay is the last dude you signed. And and for Ole Miss, I guess the last dude you signed. Well, I know Charles Cross, but he was a late bloomer. I mean, I mean, he was phenomenal at getting into his sophomore year. In his junior year, he was special. And that's why the Seahawks draft him in the first round. Who's the last dude Ole Miss has signed? Matt Corral? I, I now, mean, in the line of scrimmage, Sam Williams? Yeah. Uh, Nick Broker was a good offensive lineman. Uh, I mean. And he's a good player, no doubt. But, 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 so my question is, is, is athletic, as many athletes as we have. I, I'm, I'm just talking about finding, usually these two teams stumble on high three-star players that end up blossoming I mean, yeah, you want to sign Sunterin and Willie Gay. Of course, yeah. I get it. But usually these two programs get players that they're ranked like 88 or 89, and they're dudes, man. They just happen to be out in rural Mississippi or rural wherever, and they turn into dudes. Like Benardrick McKinney. Yeah. That may not be a good example because he is a you know, Rosa Fort, I think it is a good example. 1A, Tunica, nobody went, not 1247 Sport or Rivals guy went there and watched him play. You know, he played quarterback, yeah, very athletic. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking out loud here. Y'all help me. Hey, it, it, you know, Sunterin looks good, but what about for MSU? I don't know. And Sunshine's not there yet. I mean, he made some good plays against Bama, but man, oh man, oh man, difference makers. And you know what? Ole Miss Mississippi State fans think they're so far off. You're not. It doesn't take 16 players. All it takes is a couple of players at the right spot. Yeah. And it t- because then you can fill in with these solid, solid plus players that we're referencing. It just takes a couple of players to have what is considered a magical season. Hey, I do want to throw this out. Spencer Rattler. Now, he doesn't have as much talent as Jaden Daniels. You mean working with? That's easy yeah. to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Connor Wigman. Right. I mean, Connor Wigman's not one of the better. He's a nice player. By the way, I think Max Johnson's the better player either he, way. He did excellent. Okay, which I, we talked about that in the offseason. Okay. Spencer Rattler is the best quarterback in the SEC. The Stella Artois caller line is 601-707-3750. Twitter handle at Bo Bounds. Good morning. Welcome in on a Meltdown Monday. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Man, good morning. Welcome in. Rebs drop one in Tuscaloosa. Dogs drop one in Columbia, South Carolina. And the Saints drop one and talking about brutal. I saw Saints Twitter. Oh, man. I Somehow I ran into some of that yesterday afternoon as the Saints let Green Bay come back in the fourth quarter. And, man, Jordan Love's got a little magic in those feet, doesn't he? He's tiptoeing around there. He is. Making the defense look bad. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And Gardner Minshew? Dude, you know what he is? He's just an absolute dude. It's Minshew and Mania back. many of them. Is the mustache mania back? He's just a winner. He's just a winner. Yeah. It's all he's ever been. It's all he ever will be. Uh, Let's go. Minshew. And how about Mike McDaniel, the head coach for the Miami Dolphins? Right? I mean... How many, how many jockstrap Johns does he confuse knowing that he played wide receiver at Yale? You know what he reminds me Looks of? Looks like he played wide receiver at Mercer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he reminds me of like if Dave Bartu was on a coaching staff. You know, just like lots of analytics, quirky, has his jokes, but then enough knowledge to to sink a ship. Uh Mike McDaniel? Yeah, Mike well, McDaniel. He's, he's he's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about him the last year and a half on this show and you look at where he's been and what he did with Shanahan at the 49ers. He he's he's the next one, Jason. I mean, we've we've gone through this over the years, Bill Walsh, uh the greatest show on turf. Um everything that Belichick did um, Sean Payton and Drew was so amazing and beautiful and crazy and innovative. Uh, and I'm missing some. I mean, Eric Corey, th- there were others. He's, and, and then what Shanahan and some of these young dudes have done, McVay and, and others, he's the next dude. What he's doing at Miami, what he's been able to do at Tulu, it's, it's, it's insane. He's just, br- he's probably spectrum, off the charts, brilliant, <laughs> wide receiver at Yale. Yeah. And he is boat racing people in the NFL. Looks like he's about 5'5", 140, and should be meeting with you this morning on private equity. 
Right. He, he might be trying to. Who knows? I'm just trying to raise 800 million today, and then tomorrow we'll do another 800 million. Um, we're going to go to the Stella Artois caller line 601-707-3750. and we're going to welcome in Ron from McGee. Ron, how's McGee this morning? Oh, uh, it's all right, man. It's like it's going to rain a little bit today, finally. Cool, cool. All uh, right. Well, I was going to say, man. Um, on you know, on Zach Arnett. I mean. You know, you know, to me, it's time, you know, to start pulling the plug. And, and it's why I say that. I ain't got nothing against Zach Harnett. He come in, you know, in a bad situation. It's still a bad situation. But you got Dan Mullen sitting in the booth. Who knows Starkville, Mississippi? You got Cliff Kingsbury out there. Ben, I don't know what he is out of USC, but, I mean, he would gladly, you know, I mean, he knows the air raid if you wanted to go that route. And I forget the guy's name down at FAU. Um you know, that is, you know, waiting on a new, you know, something to go. Um, and I was just saying, you know, I, you know, I was watching Cole Kublik the other day when he said, you know, when that, you know, when that just massacre, you know, from LSU, he said, you know, the first thing that Zach Arnett done whenever they got killed by LSU was, hey, you know, hey, guys, let's go one-on-one. Well, that's like a high school coach. That's like a defensive coordinator. That's like a linebacker's coach would do. That's not – fixing the problem um and i think you know he's done the best he can but he's like a deer in the headlights uh he just he's just not a head coach at this point uh not that he's not a good guy and he's not you know because it's what he's done if you notice his whole defense has went to crap ever since he's let matt burke uh take matt, over yeah matt brock but brock, uh, yeah yeah you know, I mean, ever since he's done that, the defense was the only thing that we had last year. Yeah, he come in, and I didn't like the hire to start with. Yeah, we won a bowl game, and it was, you know, terrible about, you know, about Leach. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. But, uh, you know, at that time, Cliff Kingsbury was out there. And now we got a new AD, and I'm, and I'm scared that this guy here is going to let him stay too long because you don't want to go into this new SEC – no conference, I mean, no no divisions, and you got two more good teams coming in. Do you really want to go in, you know, to all this new college football with Zach Arnett and what he's got up there right now? I think no. Go ahead. You know, it's going to put back – I mean, look, it's going to push Mississippi State back anyway. You know, Mississippi State, whenever Mike Leach passed, it was going to push them back three years, at least three years. And so – you know, what I'm saying is whether that be recruiting, whether that be the transfer portal or whatever it is, you know, it's just, you know, that's a fact. So what I'm saying do is, if, you know, talking to the AD, he needs to go ahead and start making decisions because what he's got up there right now is not going to, you know, it's, I mean, it's just not working. Okay. And and, and then you can tell that. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call, um, Ron from McGee on the Stellar Artois caller line, 601 601- Seven zero seven thirty seven fifty. Now, Ron, this is not personal, but this is just my kind of thoughts on on your your call, and I, I do appreciate you calling. Um, and we will take a call, every, you know, every now and then. Um, I mean, I know I, I ran a lot of them off, but it's just part of it. ESPN one hundred five nine The Zone, brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Todd Sandridge, Trey Pace. It is the number one foundation company in Mississippi. It's not close. Superior 
superior, superior foundation. All right, here we go. So, Zach Arnett has coached a whopping four games, and you're supposed to be two and two. Just South Carolina's a better recruiter. The game was in South Carolina. LSU's a top five recruiter. And I know it was ugly, but you're, you're supposed to be two and two. And after this weekend, I said this during the offseason, you're supposed to be two and three. You're going to play the number one recruit. And they are not what they have been, but they still have some players. Yeah. And guess what yeah. they've had? Continuity for the last 16 years in Nick Saban. Your coach died last December. I don't know of any other way to put it. When people gloss over that, when I'm having a conversation with them, I'm like, no, 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 no. We got back up here. This is where you do a deep dive. Your coach passed away, head coach, last December. It's not, yeah, we lost our coach, but no, that's not how it goes. That, that's not how it goes. So, you did what you had to do. You had no athletic director. Dr. Mark Keenum and others around him did what they had to do. Keenum's been the most successful college president in the history of the state of Mississippi, even bypassing Robert Kayat. It's not close. He did, in a bad, bad, difficult situation, he did what he needed to do. You had no athletic director. It was Christmas holidays. You named Zach Arnett the coach. But to say that Arnett needs to be, you actually need somebody to stay. You need to start raising NIL money. You need to go get a quarterback in the transfer portal who's kind of like a Jaden Delora. I mean, you may, I don't know who all will be in there. Hey, he may even be, have a COVID year. Uh, somebody like a Spencer Rattler, that may not be realistic because he's a first round pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Close. But y'all see what I'm saying? You need a mobile quarterback and you need to go get some other pieces. And no, Zach Arnett does not need to take over the. The last thing, if I was advising Zach Arnett this morning, I would tell him, do not take over the defense. Why would I tell him that? They're already bad. They're awful. What if they don't get better? What if it's a talent thing and it doesn't matter if Bill Belichick's calling the plays? Right? Or Dick LeBeau, legendary defensive coordinator for the Steelers. I wouldn't think about starting to call plays if I'm Zach Arnett. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
Good morning. Welcome in. This is the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're streaming live. We're on YouTube right now. Search Out of Bounds Sports. YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. That's our channel. It's rocking. And man, have we picked up the pace. You know, we went down for a uh, month this summer, which was no bueno for Bo. And we were waiting on a a piece and it became an ordeal. I guess that's everything in the whole COVID thing. But, uh, man, I'm glad to be back up on YouTube. Search out of bounds sports. We're going to do a lot more with it. The numbers have been great the last four weeks. That's because of you. And we appreciate, I don't, we don't care how you listen. ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone stream it on the out of bounds radio app. Watch it on YouTube. Search out of bounds sports. Um, there's been a lot of feedback on Ron's call. And Ron called the Stella Artois caller line and said, it's time for Arnett to go. And he has a right to that opinion. We agree to disagree. I, I think what's happened with Mississippi, I don't think this is what's happened. Uh, what's happened is four coaches since 2017 and four totally different offensive schemes. What Leach did last year is pretty remarkable. Now, what do we talk about? What did what did Kiffin do the year before? Took advantage of what? A down SEC West. And you got to take advantage of your window of opportunities. And Kiffin won 10 games with Matt Corral. Last year, Leach took advantage of Arkansas, A&M, and Auburn all being average to solid. Right? And But you've gone from Dan Mullen's offense to Joe Moorhead's offense to Mike Leach's offense to Kevin Barbet's offense. Do you think that that is a recipe for success? Ooh, I don't know. Many that would. And, and so you've had four different head coaches since 2017. Do you want to really let Arnett go? Or do you want to actually commit to NIL and try to go get some players? Yeah. He, he's young. He gets it. He, he made some good hires. Yeah, they don't have a lot of talent. Um, and honestly, next year could be worse. I mean, they're losing a bunch of seniors and super seniors. Now, they're not going to be going to the NFL, but, you know, it's a bunch of solid guys. Again, you lost three defensive players that you didn't replace. Or to date, you haven't. Emmanuel Forbes, Cam Young, two NFL players, one first round, one fourth round. Don't just scoff at that. And then Tyrus Wheat, who's a good college football player. And you're and by the way, they all played important positions. Cam Young, defensive line. Tyrus Wheat, edge rusher. Emmanuel Forbes, lockdown corner. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So NFL lockdown you corner. Lo- you lost your only juice on the defense. You don't have any of those players on the defense right now. You don't have Cam Young, Tyrus Wheat, Emmanuel Forbes. Your defense is atrocious. I expect Alabama to do whatever they want this Saturday night, and that's an 8 o'clock game. Some of you are going to have to pace yourself <laughs> or just not go to the game. I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not advocating for that. That's not where 
you only have so many games to go to the Grove, to go to the Junction, to go to Vault Hemingway, to go to Davis Wade, to enjoy it with your friends and the atmosphere and live games are fun and all that. So I'm not advocating not go. Y- y- y'all know a lot of times I'm just chopping it up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Some people can't follow that. Some people can. <laughs> Some people are really, really literal. But here's the, I mean, go to the game, have fun. Or at least enjoy the junction, enjoy Starville. Go to the Grove, enjoy uh, Oxford. I mean, they're wonderful college towns. You get to go see amazing people and visit with people that you love. That's cool. That That's awesome. You get to go to Two Brothers, you get to go to Bouray, you get to go to this, that, whatever. I mean, I just, I, I mean, this goes to show you where I am now. The last 10 years, I've enjoyed, I was running, but that got taken off the deal. But I just love walking around in town and on campus. I guess that goes to show you I'm getting older. But, <laughs> hey, Skip Bertman used to do it. I remember in grad school, I, ran, I was sitting outside my house, and guess who walked by on the sidewalk? Skip Bourbon, LSU head coach. Wow. I said, hey, Coach Bourbon. He said, not many people recognize me. I said, yeah, but I grew up on college baseball, buddy. I know exactly who you are. Um, and that's when you had to, like, read the newspaper to find you out damn his right. face this was 1998. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or what, I'm give or take. I don't right. know the exact year. Of course. But, but yeah, I ran into Skip Bourbon walking around. So, anyway, my point is, go enjoy it. I know you're frustrated this morning. And I've got to somewhat pick apart your teams, but you do have some pieces. I mean, Tulu is a piece. That's awesome. Jackson Dart is a piece who can play. Will had 480-plus yards. Hey, I give Will Ro- Here's what I said. Is Will Rogers overly talented? No. Is Will Rogers, has he been coached at a insane high level since he was five years old? And is he a gutty gritty competitor well let's drop it thank you you just gave me a a uh a window to drop the will rogers audio the sec insider hit this morning is brought to you by ben nelson golf and outdoors have you checked out their selection of easy go golf cars for your house for your neighborhood for your manufacturing facility for your construction site for your farm to get out to the lake for your deer camp Easy Go Golf Cars, American-made in Augusta, Georgia, powered by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors in Memphis, Gluckstadt, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. This is Will Rogers talking about that this was the hardest he has worked in practice this past week. Uh, just I guess it just started this week in practice. You know, obviously, <clears throat> you, know, you, find a lot of, you find out a lot about a person when you know, things don't go right, you know. You know, I kind of made it a point this week, you know, to practice as hard as I've ever practiced. And, um, you know, like I said, not enough. So I uh, need, need to keep working, need to keep getting better. That's he, a, <laughs> Well, you know what? It's okay to, to – kudos to him. Yeah. He yeah. heard the criticism. He didn't play well, okay? He didn't. It's okay to say. Some people can't. We will. Because we've given him mad props when the young man – Played his ass off many a Saturdays. He did not play well, and he hasn't played well in a while. All right? That's my standard and expectations of him. On Saturday night, he came out in a hostile environment. That place was loud. You got to give, for South Carolina not to be a blue blood, give them credit. I had friends text me about the stadium atmosphere. 
and what they do there, credit to the South Carolina marketing team, Will went out there and absolutely slung it and threw some dimes. Barbet called the shots. We're going to go deep. If they're going to play this shallow, if they're going to play their safeties like this, we're going to go do it, finally. For real. Tulu ran the right routes and caught some balls. I mean, when you're hauling, you know what? And you're running, and we think it's easy, right? When it's in the bread basket, it's not. No. no. Kudos to all three of the guys. Barbe, Will Rogers, and Tulu Griffin. They played well. They had big plays. Justin Robinson was so close to breaking one. It was a heck of a pass from Will. Good catch from Justin Robinson. And they almost did it. But now, after Will, this you need to go get a mobile... Spencer Rattler was the best player in the stadium. He is a top, he may not go, but I mean, the NFL or, I mean, they do crazy stuff every year. Spencer Rattler was the best player in the stadium at the most important position. And Will played his da-da-da-da-da-da-da off. Rattler is a dude. Yeah. He doesn't have good offensive coaching. They've got a little bit around him, but it's not like they're awesome. And kudos in their defensive coordinator pulled a Bo Pelini and allowed Barbe and Will Rogers and Tulu to just keep throwing it deep, baby. Just dropping bombs. Yeah. But finally, I mean, that's what people expected against LSU after so many people said that the secondary was their weak spot. And they're like, okay, yeah, but, well, but it's not the same DBs. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's, it's not the same corners and it's not the same safeties. Now, you're right. There were some plate. Will got got bombarded early. He didn't have a shot. Yeah, yeah. There were times during the game he had some opportunities. We acknowledge that. We're now, he acknowledged, hey, I needed to to get back locked in. Right. Um, That's a tough one to lose. Um, And and I still go back to the play coming out of halftime. To me, that's the play of the game. Right? I mean, South Carolina scores. Yeah. And huge momentum shift. At that at that point, you are playing with your back against the wall. We're about to drop some Jackson Dart audio here in just a second. No, I wanna I wanna do the Lane Kiffin on on the loss is discouraging, but give me one second. Um first one to six. I said it for a while. First team to six wins. Number two, can you get to six wins before you play the Golden Egg game? Either team. I don't know. I'm not real confident. Ole Miss has a little bit better window because they play Bandy. Um, and they still have uh, Cupcake State coming up. And, and, and Mississippi <laughs> State has two non-conference, Western Michigan and Southern Miss. They have to win those. I know there's a lot of chirping from the Southern Miss fan base that they believe this is a game they can go get. Yeah, um, that- <laughs> I don't know about that they'll talk <laughs> uh but but i don't blame them they just lost to arkansas state so they need to keep their powder dry and focus on their stuff until the week before thanksgiving when mississippi state hosts southern miss i hope will hall and them can get it rolling and get it going um oh i had it right here jason who is Ole miss uh come on ulm they play ulm before mississippi state 
But right. But Ole Miss has a little bit better window, maybe because they got Vandy. But can you get to six before the Golden Egg? I don't know. I don't have a lot of. I have just a fingernail, maybe more confidence in Ole Miss because of the Vanderbilt game. But for Mississippi State, it could happen. They'll have to steal one on the road at Arkansas or at Auburn. Yeah. I don't think A&M, I, I don't think A&M's in play. I know Jimbo likes to screw things up, but I don't think A&M's in play. For Ron from McGee, and I'm not here to beat him up, I hope he calls again, I totally disagree with it's time to move off Zach Arnett. If you keep moving off coaches... Unless you land on a Dan Mullen or a Hugh Freeze, then, I mean, you could continue to be a train wreck. I think you need to pour money in NIL, go get a quarterback who's a dual threat, and try to find another player or two, and, you know, three. And, and, but I, I don't believe in 22 transfer portal players. I've said that from the jump. Yeah, it's, that's I, a, I don't believe that's the recipe. I don't care what Dion's doing. That's great. Prime's doing a wonderful job at Colorado. I don't believe that this is a shuffle. As many seniors as you lose already, and then jettison another 20-something players off your roster to bring in 20 new... Well, really, it'd be 40. You lose X amount... Of, well, you don't, you don't necessarily lose 20 seniors a year. Let's say in the teens, seniors, yeah, plus yeah. in the teens transfer portal, I'm not sure 35 players a year shuffling in and out is realistic, but I could be wrong. But Hugh Freeze does not look great, and Hugh Freeze is an established coach and walked into a better situation at Auburn than Zach Arnett did at Mississippi State. And they looked awful on offense. Not good. <laughs> you not know, at all. Their, their, uh, their Michigan State transfer did not look good. What? And then... Thorn? And then Robbie Ashford did not look good. Yeah. Hell, they went with the freshman. Yeah. They they put him in. And, I mean, there was... That just didn't look like a Hugh Freeze team. But what does that mean? Like, how does that make you feel about Ole Miss and Mississippi State playing them? Does, it, does that give you more confidence? Uh, uh, a little bit. But they could be the exception to the rule and get better mm. past September because Hugh is a first-year head coach. But he is a proven head coach so i don't know yet yeah right i I don't i don't know what to make Uh, who does auburn oh my god they pulled georgia this weekend yeah yeah (laughs) god i'm feeling for state and old miss oh hugh freeze they pulled georgia this weekend and then terrible lsu the weekend after so it gets real quick. Yikes. Okay. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder at Canon Nissan in Jackson. That's Canon Nissan in Jackson. Let's drop the uh, Lane Kiffin says this loss is discouraging from Bama Ole Miss over the weekend. Ole Miss only scored three points in the last three quarters of the game. I'm not there yet. I mean, this was really discouraging to come in here. Really thought this was our shot to, to beat these guys. Um, just thought there were some things there we could do, and 
didn't get them done today, so don't worry about next week, I guess later today. How about that? He was really transparent, which is rare for coaches, and he said it. I mean, he left it right there. That he thought this, he knew Bama's not that good compared to Bama. He watched the film way more than I did and you did. He watched it on both sides of the ball. What about that quote right there? This was our shot. And you can tell by his tone and demeanor yeah. and body language. Man, this was my shot to go get Bama. To, he, he still, I mean, they went 10 and 2, but what's his signature win? I think Mississippi State at uh, LSU at home, maybe, but LSU wasn't that even was that Ed good. That was Ed Ogeron getting fired. Yeah. That was a disaster. You know, I mean, Eddie O was worried about who he was dating down in New Orleans. <laughs> what? You saw the Should, pictures from the Roosevelt Hotel? Oh, no, I saw. I saw. And then I, uh, there's also videos of Ogeron flirting on the beach with young ladies. Yeah, and I, so, so what, what, you know, he, he, he knew that was his opportunity. And, um, you know, Kiffin has more pressure on him this year because your coach didn't pass away in December. This is year four. Nothing was disrupted. Yeah. You have a, a returning starter at QB. And by the way, all this Charlie Weiss calls the plays, y'all believe that? Yeah, no shot. Do y'all really believe that? So you're telling me Lane Kiffin holds the play sheet up against his mouth like he's hiding CIA espionage secrets. I was just about to say. During the game. And y'all believe, y'all believe that, y'all don't believe that Jeff Levy called plays, do you? Called the tempo, but that's about it. I mean. Whatever that is. (laughs) That's me drinking a beer up in Vault Hemingway calling the tempo. Same thing. Um, you know, my buddy Scott Bates invites me up there, and that's me calling the, the plays in the club level this weekend. Come on. Lane Kiffin is the offensive coordinator and the play caller. I mean, are people really trying to believe that? I got to get into some kind of sales of, of some other sort, you know, claiming, again, beachfront property in the Delta. <laughs> and hopefully people will buy it. You can sell it, I think. Oh, I mean, we want to believe anything in sports, don't we? It's amazing. Lane Kiffin is the offensive coordinator, is the play caller, and has been and will be. Charlie Weiss. But, you know, that stat that I sent you, you yesterday. I mean, the how Lane is 1-19 against Power 5 teams that end the season with nine or more wins. Yep. But you don't, like, when you think about it, you're like, okay, well, maybe he hasn't won a big game recently. And then it's like, wait, what big games has he won? And you go back but and he, you try to. I don't want to. He took advantage two years ago of a down SEC West, just like Mike Leach. Kudos to Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. They took advantage. Kiffin took advantage of 2021. Ed Ogeron, disaster. Jimbo Fisher, disaster. Yeah. Mississippi State. <laughs> not close to the talent level they had had under Dan Mullen. Auburn, Brian Harson, Arkansas. I mean, yeah, they, were, they weren't as good as that first year that, that Pittman came in. Yeah. Kiffin took advantage. He won those games. Credit to him. That, those are hard to win. I don't care if, if Auburn is solid. It's hard to beat Auburn. 
or A&M is solid or Arkansas solid, it's hard to win. Mm-hmm. Or LSU has turmoil. They still have players. Leach last year, A&M, poorly coached, dysfunctional. Auburn, same. Yeah. Arkansas, although two wonderful coordinators had lost a few too many pieces, KJ Dangerous, but hammered them. Took advantage of Kiffin and old, I don't know what was wrong with Kiffin and all. They just weren't what they were supposed to be, and he won that game. So you took advantage, of, and you got to celebrate in New Orleans and Tampa, two really fun places to go over the holidays. Pretty great. So you got to embrace those. But right now, like Ole Miss has, Kiffin doesn't have a lot of excuses, but he wasn't supposed to win that game. But the fans believed, and he believed, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it was a close competitive game for 70% of the game. Yeah, now, Bama yeah. turned it in the late in the third quarter, Jason. They pounded the football between the tackles. They controlled the line of scrimmage and the tempo. And you just felt like Ole Miss didn't have the rhythm that they wanted. Right. In the second half. Yeah, I mean, Milrow actually looked confident in the second half. Yeah, because they ran the football. They took pressure off of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were ripping off runs left and right. The Ole Miss D got tired. It happens. Um, I'm counting wins here. One, two, three, four, five. Mm, it's doable for State and Ole Miss to have six going into the Golden Egg. But I would bet on five. Although Ole Miss has Arkansas at home and Bandy at home. You have to win those games in La Monroe. So that that could be three. Yeah. So that's six. Right. Uh, Ole Miss has got a great shot. I mean, a really good shot. They already have three wins. And then you have... Arkansas at home. Yep. Vandy at home. La Monroe at home. That should be three wins. And you can beat Mississippi State. You can beat, well, A&M at home. I I mean, you can win that game. We'll see what A&M does at quarterback. I think Max Johnson's better than Connor uh, Connor Wigman. He should start. He, He should be their quarterback. Boy, he made some good throws in that game. But then how good is Auburn? We don't know yet. Well, that's... Boy, they look bad. As much as people are beating up on Mississippi State, Hugh Freeze is struggling at Auburn, and he is one hell of a head coach. Man, the, the, the we don't have a dominant team. Florida State would be one, I guess. Texas would be two. Georgia, because they're Georgia, would be three, but they haven't played anybody. Yeah. Who do you want to put it for? I don't know. Ohio State is not – we're talking about Bama, not – not the team that they have been. Ohio State is not the team. They oh, Notre Dame's not, not good. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, Michigan struggled. Georgia doesn't have a mobile QB. LSU could put it together. And then Southern Cal, I haven't watched enough of that yet out west. Oh, Oregon. Could Bo Nix and Oregon actually make some noise and challenge somebody around here? In the college football playoff, could Dan Lanning and Oregon and Bo Nix do this? Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider, 930. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.